You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed On Demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Morning, 888-933-93. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I was going through my sock drawer yesterday. and uh, Oh, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. Uh, well, I found a ballot box uh, with 380,512 Florida ballots in it. Uh, so, you know, I counted them last night. Yeah? Uh, during commercials on Monday Night Football. Okay. And it turns out that of the 380,512, 380,504 of them voted for DeSantis and Rick Scott. Wow. In Florida. Yeah. That yeah. is wow. That's is that amazing. weird or what? I mean, there, there were. I mean, there were um, eight full ballots that voted for somebody else. Yeah. I assume Gillum. I don't know what's more unusual—the fact that they were, you know, lockstep with uh, with with DeSantis and Scott, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or the fact that that they were in my sock drawer. I don't know how they got there. I have no idea. No idea. Hmm. Sitting there, uh, really strange. Just sitting there. Yeah, just sitting there. Really, really weird. That's a big sock drawer. I'll point yeah, out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've got big socks. So, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I'm always amazed at how many of these ballot box they're fi- boxes mm-hmm. they're finding everywhere. Yep. Oh, here's another one. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, you don't find that suspicious at all? <laughs> nah, nah. That happens all the time. We find them in back alleys a lot, or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait a minute. What was the one, like the teacher had this old ballot, it said ballot boxes or something, or it said uh, ballots, mm-hmm. and she used it to keep her teaching supplies in or something? Yeah. I'm like, okay. All right. Florida, stop. Stop yeah. being Florida. Please, for one election. <laughs> Just please. I mean, this is as Florida as Florida gets. <laughs> so uh, I was just looking at the latest totals, at least uh, the latest we know of. This was uh, from yesterday. DeSantis was ahead 49, 49.6 to 49.2. I mean, it is still just razor thin. And, of course, they, they declared a winner in the Arizona uh, Senate race, and, and that turned out to be the Democrat uh, cinema. Shocker. Terrible decision. Just a terrible decision by Mm -hmm. Arizona. It's a minimum of six years of that crazy radical (sighs) representing Arizona. Unbelievable. She she hates you, Arizona. Mm -hmm. I mean, she has said multiple Mm -hmm. times how much she loathes you, the voter in the state of Arizona. Mm -hmm. So congrats, though, on rewarding her with a six-year term to the U.S. Senate. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, but unfortunately, that you know, the rest of us have to suffer with that too. When it's a uh, a national office, essentially, mm-hmm. um, Andrea Mitchell lied about the uh, uh, the election process, the the recount, and who's involved in counting these. Uh, take a look at what MSNBC host Andrea Mitchell said about those who are responsible uh, for counting the votes. And the recount itself, Andrea. And we should also point out that Brenda Snipes in Broward County is a Republican appointed by former governor, then Governor Jeb Bush. So she was put in by a Republican governor 
after the mess that we all remember from 2000. And she's hardly a Democratic uh, official or someone doing the bidding of the Democratic candidates there. Uh, Yeah, uh, actually, she is a Democrat. Um, And she probably is doing the bidding of the Democrats there. Um, she's she was she was appointed by a Republican by Jeb Bush, but she is a Democrat and votes that way, and so just yeah, don't worry about telling the truth over there on MSNBC. They always talk about how the president lies, but they never talk about their own. Uh, Democrats also um, are loading up right now, getting ready for when they take over the House. They plan to probe. Every aspect of President Trump's life, uh, his his work experience, family business dealings, to the Space Force. I don't know what they're going to investigate on that. We, I mean, he just made the announcement. I don't even. I don't even think there is a Space Force in place, but they're already planning to investigate the decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, his tax returns, the possible leverage Russia had. So you can bet. I mean these. These investigations are never going to stop. One senior Democrat source said with the new majority, when they take power in January, they're preparing a subpoena cannon, like an arena t-shirt cannon, and they're just going to start firing (laughs) these things off. Uh, Based on uh, what Axios has found, apparently there's a list of 85 potential Trump-related investigations and subpoenas coming. 85. Adam Schiff said that he expects Trump to resist the committee's request, demands. Of course he's going to. And they'll have to push all this stuff to the Supreme Court and waste the Supreme Court's time with this. I mean, I I don't, I really doubt that anything, and maybe it's a good thing that nothing gets done but these stupid investigations, because with the Democrats in power, you don't want anything done. Not by the House, anyway. Top Democrats who had largely uh, avoided the subject during the campaign now say they plan to almost immediately begin exploring possible grounds for impeachment. Now, isn't Nancy Pelosi saying they're not gonna, they're not going to uh, try to impeach him? Now, all the Democrats around her are certainly saying the opposite. And Tom Steyer, the liberal billionaire activist who spent. More than $100 million during this campaign. Uh, oh, okay, but it's, but it's evil Republicans that are trying to buy Congress, right? $100 million he spent on this campaign to build support for impeachment. Said established leaders who are trying to postpone talk of impeachment are the outliers. 80% of registered Democrats think we're right, he says. <laughs> uh, two of the most powerful incoming chairmen said that they're plotting action far beyond Russian interference. The top Democrat of the Intelligence Committee, Schiff, uh, said that he wants to help special counsel Robert Mueller, plans to release with some redactions of classified material, but transcripts of dozens of interviews the committee conducted during its own Russia probe. Uh, Apparently, these transcripts contain numerous possible contradictions with other testimony. Uh, They just want to make sure that Bob Mueller has the advantage of the evidence that we've been able to gather, he says. Uh, And on and on and on it goes. They're going to investigate not just Trump, but everybody Trump knows. 
everyone who su- who supports him. Incoming House Appropriations Chair Nita Lowey, uh, Lowey of New York uh, said yes to each of a long list of possible investigative targets, including the Space Force, hurricane relief in Puerto Rico, White House security clearances, and uh, White House use of personal email and a lot more. So if you've ever said the word Trump, mm-hmm. even if you weren't referring to Donald Trump... Welcome to your FBI investigation. Whoa. It's about right. But like you said, maybe they'll spend all of their time in the House working on this maybe. stuff and... Uh... But I will tell you, it's going to be agonizing. Oh, yeah. And it's going to screw up the economy. It's going to be a mess. Yep. Going to drive us out of our minds. Out of our stinking minds. Uh, Trump is already signaling that he's willing to fight this fight. He said uh, that if Democrats investigate him, the result will be a warlike posture. You have any doubt of that? (laughs) He's going to... He's going to thrive on this, and he's just going to go right back at him. Asked if he'll Democrat, if he'll investigate the Democrats back, he replied, "Oh yeah, better than them." <laughs> uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. He said, um, "All righty." Said, "I know a lot or something." Yeah. He. Yeah. I just, yeah. He probably does. Yep. Probably does. Uh, this is going to be fascinating. Why he does stuff like this, though, I don't know. You know, they're, they're asking him now about this attorney general, this acting attorney general, Matt Whitaker, because Whitaker is going to be a key in all of this. Are you going to participate in the Russia probe or are you going to recuse yourself like Jeff Sessions did? Of course, he's not going to. And they're all claiming now, well, that's because he's a friend of Trump and, and he should be doing his job, but he's not going to. And then for his part, President Trump, contradicted himself. I don't know Matt Whitaker. Matt Whitaker worked for Jeff Sessions, and he was always extremely highly thought of, and he still is, but I didn't know Matt Whitaker. But that's Mm. not what he told Fox News a month ago. But I can tell you, Matt Whitaker's a great guy. I mean, I know Matt Whitaker. (laughs) That's a different Matt Whitaker, though. Maybe he's talking about somebody else. Maybe. Don't you remember there was somebody that was a repeated guest at the White House, and who was that? His name was secretary. Yeah, it was an unusual name, and it was like there are lots of John Galawikinicks. <laughs> yeah, it's completely different, John Galawikinicks, uh, <laughs> as we all know. But I don't know why he does that. Do you not remember that you said that, and people have record of it, and now you're saying the exact opposite just a little while later? Why? I don't know. But I, I, I don't know why he does that, because it just it just gives them ammunition. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The other thing he doesn't do well is to keep his mouth quiet during sensitive times. For instance, the fires in California. This is not a good time to be saying, "Well, this is California's fault." <laughs> this is what you know. This is what happens when you don't get rid of the old trees. You know, with your forest. Uh, management policy, this is what happens. Eh, it's just not the time to do it. I mean, we can have that discussion down the line, but right now we should all just, you know, just be validating them and giving them sympathy and help. Yeah. By the way, Mercury One is out there helping out right now in fire relief. And um, we've got the uh, we've got the Mercury One uh 
event that is coming up on Saturday night. So it's happening here at this building on Saturday night. If you could possibly make it, we yeah. uh, could certainly use your help. We'd love to see you. You're going to be there? And it's always a fun time. Yeah, I'll be there. Good. Me too. Uh, obviously, you'll be there. Yeah, um, but the reason I'm just making sure you're going to be there mm-hmm. is um, can you please be a buffer between me and Jeffy? I do not want to be sitting next to him, so I'm just telling you now, mm. kind of on the DL, can you just make it so that I'm not sitting next to him? He's eating seven people um, who have been sitting next to him at some of these events, so it's just not safe. It's really not safe. Yeah, lots of lots of great stuff with the uh, M1 ball. Yeah, um, you can go to mercuryone.org, though, to contribute to the relief of this fire. We're still doing hurricane relief. There's still, yes. you know, plenty of people who need help in the panhandle and all over the country. And now we've got this the, these fires going on. 44 people confirmed dead. This is the most deadly fire in the history of California. And so we could really use your help at mercuryone.org. And all the proceeds go right where you intended your money to go. Yeah, this, this, this is their biggest chance. I mean, this is right. where they pay for stuff like California. Yeah, coming up. Hurricanes. Com- coming up this weekend, that's where we pay for all the administration stuff. That's where the employees of Mercury One get paid so that we're able to donate 100% of the proceeds the rest of the year. So as for this live auction... Coming up, uh, or the the event with the live auction, you can you don't even have to be there this time. I think you can do you can okay you can so do the live auction on the internet. A couple of things going on. You can enter the raffle, hundred dollars. Uh, please and, enter the raffle. Yeah, and you've you, got such a great chance for a hundred bucks uh-huh. to drive off with a Mercedes Benz, and it is a sweet beautiful looking ride. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Then there's the auction, and I think what you were getting at is the auction by proxy that you can sign up for uh-huh. at mercuryone.org, so that if you're not able to be a part of the live auction in real time, you can you can have someone do this for you. Um, but there's some great stuff, too, that you could bid on. Yeah, you can also purchase really cool items, like uh, there's a Paint and Perrier event with Glenn. Uh, <laughs> this, this package is perfect for right-brained creatives. Oh, I'm bidding on that one. Uh, whether you you know your style is a soup can pop art or Jackson Pollock splatter painting, this one is definitely for the art crowd. And you'll be painting with the one hundredth most influential wow. man in art. Wow! Yeah. Uh, now that's an old survey that they sure. did. I think Hasn't in two thousand nine or two thousand ten. So no doubt he's moved up the charts since. I just haven't seen it recently, so I know he's among the most important art figures in the country. And you know who's not on that list is Colonel Sanders, probably because uh, he and Glenn Beck are one in the same. Yeah, have you ever seen them together have at a party? I have not no. ever seen no. the two together. You could also spend the afternoon with uh, with Glenn with food, libations, and then, you know, then you share painting techniques and preferences and <laughs> I'm gonna take home your nuts. own masterpiece. I'm going to win this, and I'm going to drive him nuts just by just flinging paint at the wall. Critique that. Uh, also, if you're a history buff, and if you're enamored with uh, all things history related, you could uh, maybe you can ace historical trivia. <laughs> a historian and author, David, David Barton, Barton uh, nice. wants to spend some time with you at the impressive Wall Builders Library in Alito, Texas. Uh, David and his son Tim will bring history to life for you and a group of ten up to ten. If you've ever ever seen David on TV. If you've ever seen one of his presentations live, you know this is going to be worth its weight in gold. I mean, this is an amazing opportunity. So the, cool. You know David. I mean, he's he's fantastic. And to be able to spend the afternoon with him and uh, and his son 
would be phenomenal. So you can bid on that. Uh, there's also a really cool uh, Trulux experience. Oh. I love Trulux is awesome. Oh, which of these I'm going to bid on, man? I love them uh, all. So you can go to Trulux and DFW for an exclusive reception and dinner. Savor the fresh catch seafood or, my preference, the tender, juicy steaks prepared to for perfection. Oh, see, I like the crab legs, man. Uh, yeah, those are good, too. There's wine pairings from Rodney's Strong Vineyards. So you and nine guests wow. go to Trulux, and you're not going to dine alone with the ten of you. Uh, Glenn and Tanya will be there. D. Simmons and Deandra Simmons Locke and Jeremy Locke will all be there for an unforgettable night of food and conversation. So wait, that's nine guests in addition. Yeah. Because I don't right. want Glenn taking one of my spots. I want like <laughs> nine other people there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but no, this is some great stuff. Really great. Uh, Viva Villa Rocas. Rocas. Five nights and six days at yes. Villa Rocas yes. in Cerritos El Pascadero. Uh, the perfect Baja California escape. So you got that private beach, private beach, luxury villa sleeps up to 13. It has four bedrooms. Wow. Wow. Would that be fun? Okay. And Chuck Norris, who's always there mm-hmm. at the M1 event, he and his wife will be there and uh, they've got a rifle and uh, kickstart kids, Houston VIP gala experience for you. You could bid on that. You can bid on a private gun range experience with uh, Navy SEALs. I mean, just tremendous oh. things. And again, all the proceeds wow. uh, pay for what we have to do you know, to manage Mercury One. And that's why 100% of your donations when a disaster strikes, like this fire in California, well, that's why all of that money goes to them. Wow. So this helps us do that. There's replicas of the Gettysburg Address. The wow! The badge of merit, George Washington. It's oh. going to be cool. Wow! And it's already Saturday night. Golly, I hard to believe. Where has the time gone? Do you have to be here to win that Mercedes? You do not. What? You do not. <gasps> we'll fly you in. Let you drive it home. Okay. Pretty cool. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Hopefully, you caught Glenn's program about home title fraud a few weeks ago. There was a, a retired FBI agent who's now with Home Title Lock, and he showed Glenn how just how easy it was to steal his home from him. He just took the title because they're all available online. Then they just transfer it over to a quit deed title and then forge your signature. They just trace it from the one that is online. It's just really easy to do. It takes 15 minutes, half an hour maybe at the most. And then you're in real trouble because they take that They take that new ownership that they have of your home and go get a home equity loan uh, against it. And then you get stuck with the bill. Really bad. And a fast-growing crime. You need to protect yourself from this. If you own a home, if you own rentals, or maybe you have elderly, elderly parents who maybe aren't aware of this kind of thing, get Home Title Lock for just pennies a day. Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title. And the second there's any sinister activity, they shut things down. Now, your home could conceivably already be compromised. Find out by signing up at HomeTitleLock.com. They'll give you a free title scan and report. That's a $100 value for free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Uh, also, all the celebrities coming out against uh, President Trump because of what he has said about the fire. But, I mean, it's gotten so bad 
that now Neil Young of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young of Neil Young's solo career, he lost his Malibu home, which Mm. is, you know, tragic. Uh, And he it's the home he shares. I I didn't even know he was married to Daryl Hannah. Mm -mm. Did you? Nope. Neil Young and Daryl Hannah. That is a bizarre combination. Maybe we did talk about this once, but I I Mm. forgot that they were together. That Mm. is one of the more odd couples (laughs) in the history of humanity. Yeah, it's because Neil Young is odd. Yeah, well, he is. And so is Daryl Hannah. That's true. For that matter. Boy, maybe they're a good couple after all. But they lost (laughs) their home, uh, which is really, really awful. Um, And he has put the blame squarely on the shoulders of Donald Trump. Okay, Donald Trump burned your house down? Donald Trump started the fire. I mean, what do you? He said it is. It is time for a reckoning with this unfit leader. Uh, he took issue with Trump's assertion that poor forest management was to blame, and instead, of course, pointed toward yeah climate change, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Donald Trump being the culprit himself. He said California is vulnerable not because of poor forest management. As DT, our so-called president, would have us think. Okay. It's vulnerable because of climate change. And he cited extreme weather events and an extended drought, as well as high temperatures, in our hottest summer on record. Is it? Is it California's hottest summer on record? I mean, they say it every single year. Yeah, I don't even know where to get it. I don't even buy it anymore. I don't even pay attention to it because they say it every single year, whether it's true or not. And you know they do that. And they go back and falsify records to make it look like it's hotter than it was. And this happens all the time. It's a normal occurrence for these people. So he writes, uh, Donald Trump seems to be the denier. I'm holding back and not using the word liar just because it rhymes with denier. Okay. It really is time for a reckoning with this unfit leader. Maybe our new Congress can help. I sure hope so. Uh, So he said to imagine a leader that defies science, saying these solutions shouldn't be a part of his decision making. Imagine a leader who cares more for his own convenient opinion than he does for the people he leads. Now, see, even if that is his opinion, and and it is for the most part, I think, um, that didn't cause this Donald Trump can't stop let's say it's happening Donald Trump can't stop it and because we pulled out of the Paris Accords that didn't cause these fires either it it takes decades for these kinds of things to even kick into gear to get any benefit or or uh, consequences from pulling out of the climate accord in Paris but everybody else is blaming him too. Katy Perry jumped in. Um, uh, let's see who else. Alyssa Milano, of course. Mm-hmm. She jumped in. Zach Braff. I don't even know who that is, but apparently he's a celebrity. And yeah, I mean the list. Rod Stewart. <sighs> and I up to. Uh, getting older. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought he was forever young, though. Nah, it's cute. Thank See you. what you did there? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, that was really See what I did? It was adorable. Thank you. Uh, but this climate change thing is so out of control with the Hollywood leftists and, every, frankly, everybody on the left. Well, everything that goes wrong in the world is, is climate Trump change. Or Donald Trump's Or Donald fault. Trump. Or both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As this is. 
It, it happens to be both Donald Trump and climate change in this particular case. Now, climate change, you might remember, was causing the polar bears to die. Yes, yes. I mean, that was... Bad stuff for those bears. Really bad, because there's no polar bears. And what's-her-face, um, Sharon Lawrence mm-hmm. reminded us of what a tragic, tragic occurrence it was. A tragedy is unfolding in the world today. Yeah. Climate change is climate threatening change. one of the most magnificent wild animals. Yeah, gerbils. Gerbils, right? Really? Um, really? Polar bears. Oh, polar oh, bears. That's right. Struggling Close. To That's right. Close. Struggling to survive. The ice is melting all the around them. The ice is melting all around them. Oh. And food is becoming harder to find. Food's harder. They lose their hunting grounds. They lose, closed. Well, they lose their hunting grounds, which mm. is only the largest of any creature on this planet. Their hunting ground is larger than any other animals on this planet. Do they have a hunting license, though? No. Mm-mm. That's part of the problem, too. We Not only are there few polar bears that don't... They don't even have licenses to hunt. Seems hypocritical. Yeah. Climate change. Climate change. It's happening. It's happening right now. Right now. And it's leaving mothers weaker. Mothers. Unable to provide for uh, their young. Or weak. And cubs. That's a dying. Cubs dying. Without <laughs> enough to eat. Without enough to eat. I'm hungry, mama. <laughs> you can just hear them right now. The yeah. baby polar bears. I'm hungry, mama. No, I'm drowning, Baba. Oh, no. Sad. Actual audio uh, from the Arctic. So. I have a question. Keith? Um, I thought polar bears could swim. Yeah, they can. So what does it matter if the ice is melting? <laughs> I mean, just swim. I don't the know. Problem here? They're dang strong swimmers, too. Oh. And get this. <laughs> now we're hearing from the Nanavut tribe. Okay. Well, the they're they're the Inuits, right? Mm-hmm. And the Nanavut is the uh, type of polar bear, I oh, think, right? Okay. Or the, I thought it's where they live or something. It's, it's the region where a lot sure. of these polar bears live, so they call them Nanavut polar bears. Okay. Um. The Eskimos, for lack of a better word, in in Alaska are saying, there's too many stinking polar bears. We've got to do something. We we need to call these polar bears. They say there's too many polar bears in parts of Nanavut, and climate change hasn't affected any of them. Because it's not a thing. (laughs) That's according to a draft management plan from the territorial government that contradicts much... Of conventional scientific thinking. Okay. What? <laughs> you mean from the people who were there? That's awesome. The proposed plan, uh, which is to go to public hearings today, in fact, says that growing bear numbers are increasingly jeopardizing public safety. And it's time Inuit knowledge drove management policy, not the morons in Washington, D.C., <laughs> crying about climate change. When Sharon Lawrence uh, recorded this commercial. Mm-hmm. The polar bear population had increased by 500%. 500%. And I think this is Canada's problem. So um, I'm hoping that our current administration understands that this kind of policy is stupid. Yeah. But yeah, this is uh, Canada. Um, amazing. Coming, coming amazing. to terms with uh, their stupid science. 
Inuits believe there are now so many bears that public safety has become a major concern. (laughs) Public safety concerns combined with the effects of polar bears on other species suggest that in many Nanavit communities, the polar bear may have exceeded the coexistence threshold. Yes. That means we can't live together with these things. (laughs) They're eating us. Polar bears. This. this is sad. Polar bears killed two Inuits last year, oh. last summer. I mean, so ridiculous. If these people only knew what they were talking about, polar bears are dying every day. And you can help. As the struggle and search for food continues. Right. See? Mm-hmm. Polar bears are polar hanging, bears. On hanging on. Hanging on. Hanging on. Hanging on for dear life. Wow. Kind of hits you where you live, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many of them, they're eating people. 888 Uh The holiday's just around the corner now. We've got Thanksgiving uh, a week and two days away. It's amazing. Um, and you're going to need some help to maybe curb your appetite, boost your metabolism, Help you get through this time when a lot of us gain 5 or 10 or 15 pounds with one holiday right after another for the next two months. So, order Riduzone. This is a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. For a buck thirty-nine a day, it can help you get through the holidays and jumpstart a new you. It's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT to get 30% off your order. RidUZone.com, promo code PAT, to take 30% off a three-month supply. It's RidUZone.com. Killing one of the most magnificent animals on earth. Hmm. The squirrel. You ever stop and ponder the magnificence of squirrels? No. Because it can't be it can't be polar bears because they've increased in numbers to the point where the Inuits in Alaska are like, yeah, uh, it's either us or them. We can't coexist anymore. There's too many of them. They're not affected by climate change. <laughs> And recall the Alaskan pipeline where the elk, right, were uh, increasing their populations because they were staying warm right. up, uh, up against... Oh, yeah, the, up against the pipeline. So I, I would say that man... And they were worried about their mating habits or whatever, and the, the pi- pipeline would disrupt them somehow. I don't know, they're pissed at the noise, they don't like the eyesore, breaks the mood. I, I don't know. But it actually, you're right, because it provided them with some warmth, and I think it helped them. Yeah, it became Strange. like a place to hang out, if yeah. you know what I'm saying. Every uh, every weekend, they were, hey, want to go down to the pipeline again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely want to go back so, there. That's where the... So that's what they did. Uh-huh. Yep. And I think there was some Barry Manilow playing, and they got yeah. in the mood, and it actually increased their numbers. Yep, little speakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Barry White. Some Barry White. Mm-hmm, right there on the side of the pipe. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, we're just too muck and fudge. Tweets, more Democrat votes being found. <laughs> Geraldo Rivera reporting. And then there's the uh, <laughs> picture the picture of Geraldo breaking into yeah. the empty uh, 
Al Capone vault. <laughs> there you go. That's so great. Blaze TV's got it up there. Nice. Love it. Uh, also from Struggling Lumby, they don't they don't want to actually impeach Trump. They just want to start. They just want to start a conversation. <laughs> but do you want him impeached? Now, what what I'm saying is, I just want to start the conversation. <laughs> Thank you, okay, Stacey. so you don't want him impeached. You just want a conversation about impeachment. What I'm saying is, well, this will start a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, from worship leader Caleb, I find it harder to believe that Pat stayed up late watching the Giants and the 49ers than you found the ballot boxes in your sock drawer. <laughs> I actually did. I yeah, actually did. That's stay so up. weird. You and I both <laughs> stayed up for those two crappy teams for yep. different reasons, but that was a good game, though. Yeah, it, it was a good game. And I don't like, I don't care about the Niners or the Giants, mm-hmm. but Monday Night Football is just soothing to me. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, w- even when I don't have any interest in the actual teams involved, I still have to at least tune in for a portion of it. Yeah, I had fantasy football interest, but I will say that Monday Night Football team needs to be reworked again. I can't. I, I kind of like Tessitore. You don't like him? He's fine. I think the weak link I is uh, Jason Witten. No, Witten's going to come around. And I don't like Booker, Booger okay, McFarland. That's what I was going to say. I was going to rank him in that I don't order. like him. Witten will get there. Mm-hmm. Booger, No. But by Booger. It seems like Jason is trying to be uh, Tony Romo. You're exactly right. And it, he's not, so it doesn't really work that well. But Booger McFarland, I don't know why he's part of that broadcast. All he does, not he good. serves to block the fans' views at football games yeah. when he's riding around his little cart. And that's a weird, it's a weird look. It's so it, weird. It's a weird position. He's uh, awkward. Bizarre, yeah. Oh. Uh, from Neighbors United for the Mercury One Charity Ball. Are you guys doing the armadillo races this year? Nope. I'm asking for a friend. Oh. <laughs> okay, it was Jeffy, and he <laughs> paid me to ask with free VHS rental coupons for Blockbuster. <laughs> Sounds about like his. Hey, uh, that, Those don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from Pamalama. I can't decide on the M1 ball uh, until Beyonce weighs in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Understandable. And keep in mind, she might not weigh in until two, two hours before the event. That's right. That's not going to give me enough time and, to get dressed and yeah. stuff. <laughs> so you might get dressed just in case. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, no harm done. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Talked a little bit about uh, climate change because, first of all, the Inuits are saying there's too many polar bears. Mm-hmm. Climate change is not killing off their population. There's so many of them. They're killing us now. We got to do something about this. And... Of course, people are blaming Trump because of his stand on climate change. They're blaming him for the California fires, which is so ludicrous. Now, I, you know, you don't want to jump on anybody when they've lost their home like Neil Young just did. Um, I'm pretty sure he, he probably has the funds and the wherewithal to rebuild and maybe stay in a hotel until that time. Um, so it's pretty obnoxious when they all get together and start blaming Trump for for. Forest fires. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, a NASA scientist seems to be contradicting much of what NASA has been saying about climate change over the years. Um, Martin Milzak of NASA's Langley Research Center said that uh, record cold could be coming to the planet because of the lack of sunspots. Wait a minute. The lack of sunspots? 
That's what we said was warming the planet in the 90s and the early 2000s. Yeah, but you said it with improper inflection. Oh, is that what it was? What it was. Now, he says this could happen in a matter of months. The sun is entering one of the deepest solar minima of the space age, which means minimum sunspots, but not a lot of solar flares. And when that happens, the Earth cools. Uh, right now, he says, is very low indeed for sunspots. Ten times smaller than we see during more active phases of the solar cycle. Uh, if the current trends continue, it could soon set a space-age record for cold. We're not quite there yet, but it could happen in a matter of months. Wait a minute. I, I thought it was CO2 that was doing all this, wreaking all this havoc. Now you're now you're going to sunspots? Hmm. Uh, okay. Huh. That's kind of what we said was that the, I don't know, two million degree burning orb in the sky had something to do with our heat. <laughs> I don't know. Call me crazy. How did you How did you even go down that road to begin with? I don't know. I, thinking that a burning orb. <laughs> that is gigantic. That stays lit around mm-hmm. the clock. Right. Would have anything to do with warm temperatures. Isn't that weird? Pat. Seems like a stupid, stupid thing yeah, to I, believe. How did you even get there? But for a while now, I've, I've believed it. <laughs> And now, apparently, so does this kooky NASA scientist. What does he know? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Linnell in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Uh, Can we go to Linnell in uh, Texas? Hey, Linnell. Hi, go ahead. Hey, Hey, good morning. Morning. I got to tell you, I love that you guys are on early because... I get to hear you live instead of just the podcast. Oh, so. Thank you. Um, we love it, too. There's nothing better than getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I've wanted to well, do that for yep. a long time. Love. Love, love, love. <laughs> That's when I go to bed, usually. So. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. i got to tell you this crazy story. I'm sure it's climate change. It just has to be. But um, about a month ago when we were having all the torrential downpour here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm a 18-wheeler. I was uh, picking up kind of weirdly at Niagara. Um, anyway, there was a huge... Actually, at first I thought it was some kind of a giant cockroach, but then I went down and looked at it. It was actually a huge crawdad swimming. In fact, my son, who's 13 and is a huge fan, wants to figure out a... Uh, second verse to the number one top <laughs> hit of Al Gore's um, right. uh, uh, dad swimming upstream on a, <laughs> on a sunny day. stormy night. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. Something like that. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was huge. Wow. And sure enough, it was alive and it was uh, swimming across the parking lot in Dallas. So... Did you think Maybe it's a new Al Gore outbreak. is right? Is that what was going through your mm-hmm. through your mind? Mm-hmm. Al Gore, man, he warned us about this. <laughs> no. He did. He, he did. did. So, yes. And I have video documentation of it even. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. You should send that to us. Okay. What's, I'll do it. Where, what's an address? You could do that. Uh, you could. Can, do you use Twitter, Linnell? Oh, yeah. Tweet us. I do. Yeah. All right. Um, just just yeah. direct message me or post it. Just tag, you know, at Pat Unleashed, at Hangry Keith. Yeah, we'll show it. We'll show it on the... Because, I mean, you know, I want to give credit where credit is due. And if Al's right about crawdads swimming across the street in Texas, yeah, we got to get <laughs> well, that out there. It, it was so big. That's yeah. what was freaky. It uh. was huge. 
So, um, yeah. Anyway, my All son's right. a huge fan. We, we came to a taping, and he really wanted to, to meet you, but he only got to meet Glenn. Oh, so, that sucks. You know. oh, what a letdown. Man, you got... What a letdown. Oh, oh, no. uh, tell him I'm sorry, <laughs> and, th- and thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks, Linnell. At the B-rate guy. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. So, when you get your hopes up, yeah. you know. And you, get you might meet with, me, and then you have to settle for Glenn. Settle for Glenn. Sucks. Um, I, I had the same experience with a crawl dad here Swimming in across the street? Going down. I was going to get my garbage cans. It was raining quite he- heavily, and this crawl dad just came kind of swimming down the, the sidewalk there in front of my house. Oh, wow. And I'm like, where are you going, little fella? So we scooped him up, me and the kids, and we took him to a pond where he Did probably you, was eaten immediately thereafter by some fish. But, but you actually asked the crawl dad a question? Yes, and where he was going. Yeah. yeah okay. Did what? he respond? I mean, no. I thought it was kind of rude. Oh, now that you mentioned uh, it, hindsight, that was rude. Sort of is the silent treatment. I'm trying to help yeah. him out. I mean, we've had some, I, it, it, we've had some weird weather in Texas. It it has rained here pretty close to nonstop for about a month or two. Yes, we've had a couple of days where it doesn't rain, and then it starts pouring again. Mm-hmm. And now, in the last week or so. We've got a pretty significant cold front that doesn't usually happen this time of year. But to your point on the rain here, um, your resident weather geek um, just noticed the other day that um, three of the 12, in other words, if you take the 12 months of the year, Mm -hmm. three of the rainiest in Dallas history have been in 2018. Does that make sense? Like if it was like May, July, and September, anyway, Mm -hmm. something like that. So it's been crazy. But yeah, this morning, our wind chill is in the middle teens there crazy cold man. yeah it's like for november i don't know 31 32 degrees and then the wind is blowing it's, it's chilly for us we're not used to that two weeks ago we hit 90 i know people in the <laughs> in the north are thinking you wuss cakes man up uh-uh. but we're not used to it mm-hmm. and it's cold for us we're delicate Brr. Mm-hmm. i'm cold it's cold Brr. uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh bobby in florida you're on the blaze hi hey uh did you guys happen to see on, on uh, I was watching Fox or something, and they had, uh, they, they had this, this film where these, they found these votes at the Avis office, uh, Avis Rent-A-Car office, and uh, they actually had film of it or something, and I was like, what the heck is this? Avis. <laughs> that, wait, it was Avis a voting place, or? Wh- a it- precinct? Yeah, was it? Did they did they have any explanation for why they would be there? No, but they think it was Republican votes because it wasn't at budget. <laughs> See what he did there? That's, that's I cute. do. Yeah, that's good. I... <laughs> oh, no, no, you set hey, us hey, up. Uh, you did, got you us. Guys, did you guys yeah. pick New Orleans last week? Did we? Did we d- pick New Orleans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, more on trivia. We, two. we didn't pick it. The the game did. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we you did. Won. Uh, New Orleans. Yeah, you, that's yeah. eight and two. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty darn good. Yep. This week we've got the thanks, um, Bobby. Appreciate it. Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts squaring off. Okay, Tennessee, Indianapolis. Yeah, that should be decent cities to get a hold of people. I hope. Don't jinx it. I know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about uh, preparing. Uh, you want to prepare for a lot of things, and we and we do. We prepare. We prepare for. A lot of eventualities with with insurance. We have insurance on our cars, on our homes. We have insurance on our health, on our lives. Our very lives are insured. And, you know, a lot of times you don't 
ever need to use that insurance, but it's there and it gives you peace of mind. But have you taken care of the most basic of insurance? And that's food for yourself and your family if anything goes wrong. We've seen over time uh, how easily things can go south in our society. How quickly things can break down. So be prepared with My Patriot Supply. That's how I prepared uh, my family. We've, we've got a year supply. It takes up surprisingly little room. Me too, man. Um, you got a year's? Sure do. Nice. Um, you know, it used to be that Stu just had uh, a couple of packets of soy sauce. Mm-hmm. In in his food preparation. Okay, don't sell him short. There's a honey mustard pack in there, too. Yeah, okay. Uh, and now he, too, has prepared with My Patriot Supply because it's such a great way to do it. It, You know, you can do it all there, and you can start with just a little bit and work your way up if you want to. Right now, they're offering their lowest price of the year on two popular emer- emergency food kits. You can go to my special website, preparewithpat.com, to see both of them and place your order. Preparewithpat.com. These food kits include breakfast, lunches, dinners. They last up to 25 years in storage. You don't get your food storage riddled with bull weevils. Mm-hmm. Like you do when you go to the store and you buy grain, you buy oats, you buy rice. I, yeah. It just it doesn't work that way because unless you eat it and rotate it and use it and really pay attention to it, it's going to get spoiled and, and riddled with insects yeah, anyway. Bull weevils don't taste good no they don't when you need no. food i mean yes it's a protein source it's just not one i want to consume so that's why we now go with my patriot supply it's a smart thing to do do it now at preparewithpat.com that's preparewithpat.com uh, all right so the president has approved Major disaster uh, declarations for California, which opens up federal funds and all of that. And, of course, you you would hope he would do that. Uh, but he said, I wanted to respond quickly in order to alleviate some of the incredible suffering going on. Um, there are three major fires going on right now. This is so late in the year, too, which I guess plays into the global warming thing. But uh, do the fires usually happen in November this late? Anyway, uh, firefighters are battling three major wildfires. Here's a breakdown of the of the numbers. Um, 40, 44 people have been confirmed dead. 228 people are unaccounted for. Now, they could be, you know, just holed up at a hotel or something or a friend's house. Uh, so you certainly hope that's the case. 7,177 structures destroyed. Most of them residential homes. Uh, they were saying last night on uh, on Monday Night Football, because it was taking place in San Francisco, so they talked a lot about the fires. There's an entire town called uh, Paradise, California, completely wiped out by the fire. Burned to the ground. Just heart-wrenching. So they had the, the local football team come down and, you know, hang out. And uh, just a, an amazing awful situation yeah and to answer your question the uh, peak of the dry season in california um typically september october so yeah this is late yeah that's what i thought i mean it uh, doesn't seem like too bad we can't you know send them some of the rain that we've been getting help a lot triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three 
Uh, Jeff in Colorado, you're on the blaze. Hello. Hey. Hey, um, I've got a comment about uh, climate change. Okay. I le- I was in Dallas this last week. I left. It must have been Tuesday night. It was probably 65. Mm-hmm. I stopped in Oklahoma to get fuel. It was in the mid-40s. Windy. Oh, my gosh. I call that climate change. Well, you know, think of this. At that rate, it would be about 400 below by the time you got to, let's say, North Dakota. Hmm. Well, yeah, but this time of year is 400 below there anyway. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Also, uh-huh. uh, my understanding is climate, at least here, is pretty much regulated by the sun. What? What? That's what, I've, that's what I've been given to understand. Jeff, what kind of witchcraft are you heretic, talking about there? The Holy line. cow. Uh, we're going to have to cut well, you no. loose because yeah, that's, just, just, that's okay. just irresponsible. Just Do you, did you hear that? He yeah. actually claimed <laughs> the climate has something to do with the sun. Uh-huh. <laughs> did we not dump what? that? What a lunatic. Right, we should have. We should have dumped it. I don't think we got is... on it in time. <laughs> it's just crazy talk. That's yeah, what that is. We let that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> if you suggest that though that's kind of how they respond yeah see like okay <laughs> we have these stage lights in here uh-huh. the, you know you put your hand up to it and you can feel the heat coming off of it that's not from the lights that's from co2 that's from uh, both of us oh my exhaling and oh and my the gosh room fills up I with feel co2 like such an idiot this whole yeah. time i thought that the heat was coming from the lights yeah no it's from your breath yeah and yours uh-huh, and Jeffy's body. And Je- oh, jeez. Don't even bring that oh, into it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where uh, at Slimeballs, Slimeballs, not Slime, Slimeballs tweets, should we say that was a Jeffy-sized crawdad? The one that was swimming across well, the street that we heard from. No, because it wouldn't listener. fit on the street, much less That's true. go down the street. If it was a Jeffy-sized one. Right. Yeah. Uh, Steve Madursky tweets, the sun affects the temperature on Earth? You sound like flat earthers. Yeah, we apologize. We've got a little carried away this yep. morning. From Michael, huge crawdad swimming across a parking lot equals escaping lobster. Uh, uh, from Millennial Falcon, uh, if it's that cold outside in Texas, any chance Glenn turns the heat on in the studio today? No. Never. No. Nope, never, ever. Never makes a difference. Ever. It can be 20 below zero outside. Yeah. It'll still be freezing yeah, in that studio. The air conditioner will be running full blast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, conservatarian lady tweets, so I was thinking with such great more on trivia, you know, our record, maybe that can decide the Florida elections. Oh, more on trivia? could Yeah. yeah I'm fine with that. Hmm. Fine with that. We'd have a pretty good shot. By so, the way, we are 8-2 and two on the season with, with more on trivia. Uh-huh. Uh, pretty great. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Now, we... She apparently... Talked about running for president. We can't find that section in what was released on, um, was it Instagram? Yeah, she she danced while she made she, mac she and cheese. She was dancing and making mac and cheese, and then she had some friends over and she asked him, How does that look? Was that okay? 
But she's talking about going uh, going uh, for a presidential run sometime. She didn't. I don't think she specified when. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's also discussing lately how she how she can't afford an apartment in Washington D.C. Just pay for it. And I keep saying, just pay for just it. Pay for it. What do you mean? What do you mean you can't afford it? This is the richest country on earth, and yeah. you live in it. Just pay for it. Aren't you in an apartment now? Yes. Okay. Aren't you paying rent now? Yes. Well, it's going to cost less in D.C. than it does in New York. Mm-hmm. Just pay for it. Just pay for it. <laughs> I mean, just pay for it. Hmm. So, uh, I, I love the hypocrisy and the uh, lack of introspection from these people. <laughs> how, how amazing is it that right after she said... To the uh, who was it that asked her the question? Because the first time it was asked, she was on. Uh, was it? It was uh, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah, where she said, and she said, yeah. "That's an excellent question, great question." Then somebody else asked her, and it was like, you know, I'm always puzzled, but you just pay for it. I'm always puzzled when people say they they can't afford their apartment in D.C. Jorge I'm puzzled by that. Just pay for it. <laughs> so. Uh, if anybody knows Alexandria, just uh, just tell her. Just pay for it and uh, remind her of that. And it is her her theory, by the way. It is her belief system. So, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. John Kerry has uh, taken a shot at Greg Gutfeld. Greg Gutfeld uh, from Fox, calling him a complete fool. Uh, it all started when Kerry commented on President Trump's decision to skip a visit to the World War II, uh, World War I cemetery in Paris on Saturday because it was raining. And Kerry tweeted out, President Trump had no show because of raindrops. Those veterans the president didn't bother to honor fought in the rain, in the mud, and the snow. Many died in the treacherous for the cause of freedom. Rain didn't stop them, and it shouldn't have stopped an American president. Uh, so Gutfeld <laughs> tweeted to Kerry, you didn't stop ISIS. You said, James Taylor, plug your knot hole, Captain Driftwood. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, you gotta love that. So then Kerry tweeted back. Oh, I like it. Cool. I'm glad that all of us who served in uniform fought to defend your freedom to be a complete fool on Twitter. Okay. Wait, John Kerry served? Yes. Is oh, that, is that a thing? Really? You haven't heard that, huh? Yeah. No. Yeah. He's well. He hardly ever mentions it. Yeah. 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 Because he's so modest. It's <laughs> hardly ever, ever, ever talks about it. Never has mentioned it once, from what I've heard. <laughs> but maybe I'm just not paying attention. I've know? won f- seventeen purple hearts. Well, now it's eighteen. I just won my eighteenth purple purple heart. How'd you win that one, sir? Uh, well, they 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 found uh, the scar that I got. From scratching my knee oh, yeah. on a piece of barbed wire uh, back in Nam when did, I was in country. That's my even... 18. I, I just Whoa. got another Purple Heart. Okay. In fact, uh, some people say that every time a bell rings, John Kerry gets another Purple Heart. Uh-huh. And it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did, I didn't even see a Band-Aid on, on that wound. Are you saying that, like, seriously, you, you got it just... Well, it's a long knee? time. It's kind of... It's healed over now, but... Uh-huh. Uh, but I didn't get credit for it back in the day. Oh, okay. So, so that's another purple heart. All right. Well, oh, 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 there's whoa, another purple whoa. heart. 
And no, another no. Purple Heart. That is fascinating. Yeah, just like they said in It's a Wonderful Life. Every time a bell rings, I get another Purple Heart. Wow. Well, that's right, John. <laughs> that's right. That a boy, John. Another. No, no, you got, got, got another Purple Heart. And, that, and, 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 and there's another Purple Heart. Uh, you see. <laughs> I mean, this guy has nerve uh-huh. to be talking about... Yeah, just lay low, man. Yeah. I, I wouldn't bring up, y- you know, your veteran status and you fighting for veterans when uh, you did this. They had personally raped, cut off ears. It's talking about veterans. U.S. veterans. Cut off heads, mm-hmm. taped wires from portable telephones to human genitals, <laughs> genitals and genitals. turned up the power. Turned up the power. Cut off limbs, cut off limbs, blown up bodies, bodies, randomly shot at civilians, raised, raised villages in a fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan, Khan shot cattle and dogs for fun, fun poisoned food stocks, poisoned the food and generally stocks, ravaged the countryside of South Vietnam. Vietnam. Generally ravaged it. Of course, it it deserved to be ravaged. Look at the way it was dressed. Sure, sure. Countryside was completely nude. Completely naked. The whole thing. Not even tastefully dressed? Not even tastefully. Completely inappropriate. Wow. (laughs) But what about what? So this guy accuses American servicemen of all of these atrocities, none of which he was a witness to, none of which happened. Hmm. Uh, He heard about it like second or third hand. And in some cases, the people he heard it from had never even been to Vietnam. And yet, that's what he testified to in Congress. And he would have been the commander-in-chief, if not for the state of Ohio, in 2004. (sighs) We've dodged some serious bullets. Yeah, but we've also We've run into a few. (laughs) We've run into a few. Yes, we have. But uh, we we used to dodge them a little more deftly than we do at the present time. (laughs) Yeah. So. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our winning streak is... Kind of failing. Yeah, I mean, it's bit. nothing to brag about. That's no, for sure. No, I mean, you're... but we did we did miss that bullet, and yeah. I'm really grateful. But of that. that's okay. We made up for it uh, uh, twice as much in uh, 2008 and 2012. And two, yes, we did. We put a Marxist in charge. Sadly, uh, we sure did. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, now there's some interesting developments in um, the implanting of chips in human beings' bodies. Oh boy. This was something that kind of kind of flared up back in 2000, 2001, 2-ish. Uh, and now it seems to be kicking back into gear because I think the technology is such that it can really do a lot with this stuff. Britain's biggest employer and main trade union body have sounded the alarm over the prospect of British companies implanting staff with microchips to improve security. UK firm Biotech, which offers the implants to businesses and individuals, has already fitted 150 implants in the UK. That didn't sound, you know, terribly shocking. It's only 150 people so far. But it's a growing trend, and we're reading about this almost weekly, right? We've had many stories on this. Another company... So they're, they're, these are tiny chips that are implanted in the flesh between the thumb and forefinger. And they enable people to open their front door, access their office, start their car. You know, just a wave of your hand can do that. And it stores your medical data. Hmm. Now, the way this was originally sold is, so 
let's say you have a medical emergency. You have a heart attack and you, you fall over and <clears throat> nobody's around you. Well, the chip inside would somehow know what's happened and call 911 for you oh. and relay all your vital statistics to the emergency personnel on the way to help you. And so they'd know in advance what you need. How convenient. Convenient. Helpful. Yeah, helpful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Could save your life. Could save your children's lives. Because if you implant the chip in in them, there's a GPS tracking system in them. So they'll know where you are if you're kidnapped. That's good. That's great. Right? Another company, Biohacks of Sweden, also provides human chip implants the size of a grain of rice. And they told uh, the Sunday Telegraph that it's in discussions with several British legal and financial firms about fitting their employees with microchips, including one major company with hundreds of thousands of employees. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, One company, though, in Britain is a little concerned. And their spokesperson said, while technology is changing the way we work, this makes for distinctly uncomfortable reading. Firms should be concentrating on rather more immediate priorities and focusing on engaging their employees rather than chipping their employees. They're worried that staff could be coerced into being microchipped. Um General Secretary Francis O'Grady said, we know workers are already concerned that some employers employers are using tech to control and micromanage, whittling away their staff's right to privacy. So how much more would this whittle away? A lot. I love this note from the story. Um, the, the devices are, quote, largely protected from hacking. <laughs> largely L- protected. Largely, that's largely, nice. Largely, yeah. So well, I mean, that's nice. I mean, most of the time you're not going to get your stuff hacked. But no, it's good stuff uh, on the horizon here. All right, it's not on the horizon anymore. It's here. Oh, it's here. Jeez. So it, they use a syringe to implant the chip, uh, kind of like the one that you would use it for a vaccination. Okay. And it costs about $180. Oh. So many Swedes. What is wrong with Sweden? Oh, Every story where there's like danger, Will Robinson, <laughs> they're all over it. Uh, yep, where do I line up for that? Mm, yeah, sure, I'll line up for that. Okay. So many Swedes are lining up to get the microchips that the country's main chipping company says it can't keep up with the number of requests. More than 4,000 Swedes have adopted the technology already. <sighs> it's here. Yeah, it's on us now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to, and you know back in the early 2000s we talked about it and warned about it but then then it kind of died off for a while yep. it seems to be back with a vengeance now sure does so you got to make a decision real soon cuz it's here mm. um i don't know uh the guy who is in charge of the biohacks okay. company joan osterland sure is uh, the president of this com- company now? He's, uh, okay. but this will make you feel good. Okay, he's a, a former professional body piercer. Wait, wait, <laughs> so a- he, you got to feel good about where this guy came from and his his resume and how qualified he is now. Because look at his past; wait, he's into body piercing so in the that's past. That's a that's a that's like a league. The the professional body piercing the <laughs> I don't, PBPL. I, I don't know. I gotta look this stuff up. I'm, I'm thinking that see. that probably means he pierced people's bodies for money. You think so? I you think don't think it's just him? And no. What's mm. his name again? Uh, J O W A N Oster Osterland. 
Okay, I'm going to look him up, see what this cat looks like. Uh, hang on. That see. is scary. He is. He said scary. the procedure is similar to ear piercing. Takes sure. about takes about two seconds. The microchip operates uh, near via near field communication technology, which is similar to what is used by no contact bank cards. Huh. So convenient. Just wave that hand. In a company with two hundred thousand employees, you can offer this as an opt in. Well, yeah, for now, yep. y- you could opt in. Uh, will that ever change? Because once once most of their employees have done it and they realize that they really like it and this is how they know where they are at all times, know what they're doing all the time, it's become safe, they think, and effective, and it's uh, really convenient, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's going to be n- mandatory. Well, so... Uh, you know that. Yep. Here's the Association of Professional Piercers. There's a how-to video, mm-hmm. how to become a professional body piercer. Uh-huh. Um, here's a job profile. Uh, title is um, body piercer. So you should be totally comfortable with this guy and his firm, right? <laughs> this is... I mean, he's, he comes from the profession of body piercing, which is, mm-hmm. you know, super solid. Super, super solid. Super mm-hmm. solid. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, when your ears aren't clean, you can't hear the warnings uh, like this. Of, hey, uh, scary technology is coming. So what you should do is order Use Wax RX at u- usewaxrx.com. The Wax RX system is a method physicians trust and use in their offices. It just costs a lot less. Doctor-developed system uses special wax softening drops. It breaks down the earwax. And then there's a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush away the wax. And then finally, there's a pH balance condition uh, formula that rinses and soothes your ears. And then the whole world opens up again. And you can hear clearly. You don't have to ask, What? All the time. <laughs> Go to usewaxrx.com, order your reusable system, and use the offer code radio. They'll, they'll send it to your house for free. So free standard shipping when you use the offer code radio at usewaxrx.com. Thanks for being with us. 888-900-3393. Got a couple of stories that I've been uh, anxious to get to for several days. Uh, one of them is a story about parents being angry after a Catholic bishop at their school told them the truth about St. Nicholas. Okay. Uh, okay. Hi, kids. Yeah. Did uh, you did you read this? No, nope, but mom and dad hide your kids because uh, yeah. Well, it's I mean it's the truth about Saint ne- Nicholas. So okay, good. Okay, uh, so Jonathan Birdsong, superintendent of schools for the Belleville Diocese, said the subjects of uh, you know <laughs> Santa Claus and Halloween became part of the discussion mm-hmm. between this bishop and the students, and um, so he told the students. St. Nicholas was a Catholic bishop in Asia Minor who loved children, gave them gifts, and that the good works of St. Nicholas gradually changed into the story of you-know-who. So uh, uh, parents became quite upset, 
And uh, the kids would get into their car and say, hey, Bishop said this about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and one of the parents said, what's what's that What's that to do with kids five, six, seven years old? Oh, all the kids are on. talking about it. It just waterfalls. But that's not all. Um, this guy said, well, you know, so now his son doesn't believe. He doesn't believe now. Uh, it was, wasn't something that should have been said in class. That was something that was done for the child. The joy of the child to experience Christmas. The spirit of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yep. And eventually he would have learned that. Yep. Now, here's the interesting part of this. Because uh, Dave Urbanski from The Blaze wrote this. Uh, was responsible for this article. Reported it. And then puts his perspective at the end. Which is, I, I think, interesting. And I wonder how many people feel this way. He writes, exactly why are Catholic kids believing in this in the first place? And why are the parents keeping the fable alive? It appears to be going beyond that. One of the quotes from the parents is that Santa is the pure, is the last pure thing in a child's life. Uh, what? <laughs> and then, so, Dave is talking about the fact that that, you know, seems like the actual reason for the season is being not just neglected, but sort of eliminated. Okay. Eclipsed. You disagree with that? Well, I've always been torn on this uh, subject uh-huh. because I don't uh-huh. want to... I don't want to lie. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah. I, I don't want them to have a reason to doubt other much more important things in their lives. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I think you're kind of setting them up for that in a way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe it is a difficult you're, subject. You're planting that seed of uh-huh. doubt in a bigger thing. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, but as a parent, yeah. I love. I know it's I fun. Love it's that great. season. I love yeah. my kids. Everybody does. They, um, but I think it's interesting as a Catholic bishop, right? Yeah. And before you're a Catholic bishop, you're a Catholic priest, correct? Mm-hmm. And a Catholic priest is celibate, so a Catholic priest has no kids and doesn't have the same perspective as you and I. <laughs> right, so right. maybe he should That's shut true. his mouth. Maybe you could just <laughs> go back to teaching the Bible. Yeah. Could you do that for And us? you should. I, I agree that you should let the parents take totally care of that. Totally a parents thing. Take care of that. Especially when you add that detail to the story. Yeah. The kids are five, six, and seven. I mean, tell shut them the story up. of St. Nicholas. Just leave yeah. it at that. Yeah. Tell them Nicholas's story. <sighs> Uh, and then and then just leave the rest to the parents. So, I, yeah, because I don't think you should take that from them. What but good it, does this... It's an interesting point, because it's like, well, okay, yeah, there's a more important principle there, right? It's Christmas, not Santamus. But again, right? this is the right. parents' battle. It is, the, yes. Not the Catholic it's exactly right. guy. It's their responsibility. It should be their prerogative uh, when and how... All of that develops. So from we definitely agree on that. Yeah, I think. But the- it does create, you know, it it's makes it's made me wonder. I mean, we of course did that whole thing the whole time mm-hmm. until you know they finally figured it out, and I don't think there was any harm done. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is harm See, in that. How, everybody remembers when they found out, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. sucks. It's traumatic. <laughs> I was six. Yeah. Oh, you're six? six, and I had mm. a friend of mine. She was, I think, mm. seven. Mm-hmm. And I think she just, she didn't like the fact that she knew, so I'm going to ruin it for Keith, too. You know? Yeah. And I, it's probably what happened. And so there's no, nobody ever 
Nobody ever grows up and go, boy, it was such a great experience when I found out. That was awesome. That was a great day. Right. So I don't want to set my kids up for that. But, you know, at the same no. time, it's too late now. I mean, <laughs> Too late. <laughs> and, yep. and, and We just almost all go along with it, I think. Yeah. And uh, so it can be traumatizing when you find out. I, I remember being kind of traumatized when I found out. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but, you know, eventually you're going to have to face the real deal. And the real deal is way better. So think it's about, just hard when you're a kid. Now think about this. You and I grew up with relatively sane parents. Mm-hmm. And we grew up, um, you know, believing in this and all this stuff. Okay. And we are still remembering uh, when we found out. Can you imagine mm-hmm. the snowflakes today? Oh, geez. How are they taking this? Yeah, I oh, don't know. No. I don't know. Oh, Boy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's enough to change their entire existence forever. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. This is a uh, great company that was put together by a team of top physicians. And so they had a goal of creating a real superfood, which they did. And it's called Field of Greens. And you're going to love this stuff. So if you don't, you don't like vegetables, I certainly don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a great product for you. Yeah. Uh, can I just say, a <clears throat> phrase was uttered in my house at dinner time last night, and mm-hmm. it was, I couldn't find any kale. Okay. Is there a follow-up, Carrie? Because, I mean... Couldn't find any kale. Really? Like, that was going to be a part of this Somebody's meal? actually looked for kale? Apparently, Carrie has. At Carrie Malinak. Man. Why don't, you, why don't you tell her what you think about that? Ugh. So, Field of Greens has a nutrition facts panel on it, because it is real food, and you'll see it right on the side of the container. Um, one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables, <clears throat> complete with antioxidants. Fantastic stuff. It's going to make you happier and healthier in the end. <laughs> Go to BrickHousePat.com. <clears throat> try Field of Greens today. You'll get 15% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT for 15% off. Yeah. BreakhousePat.com. And you don't have to look for kale. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Steve tweets, Jeffy has a more impressive military record than John Kerry. Uh, yes. That's true. Yeah, he does. <laughs> um, from Zinclabs. Can you physically resend my home version of Moron Trivia? I never got it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that sucks. Our shipping department gets a little hung up sometimes. Busy. Okay, let me send it psychic- psychically. And I just did. So hopefully you'll get that one. That takes a little something out of you, doesn't yeah, it? Does. it? It does. Like it a hurts. superpower, you know, you kind of. Exactly. Huh. Uh, all right. Well, it's happened again. Uh, well, we'll talk about that in a second. First, mm. so, let me mention. Oh. The M1 Ball. The 2018 M1 Ball, Saturday night. Minimum uh, daily raffle tickets uh, are on sale. It's just, um, you have such a great opportunity to win for 100 bucks a Mercedes-Benz. You buy a $100 raffle ticket, and then we put your your name into this drawing. Look at this thing. And look it! I mean, I don't know how many there are there. But it ain't many. You when you're talking about the, the opportunity for a Mercedes, a brand new Mercedes Benz. <laughs> Look at that. 
buy a raffle ticket. They're one hundred dollars. You know, it, it's uh, it's obviously tax deductible. It's for a great cause. It pays it pays the bills on M one, mm-hmm. and then when you donate during the course of the year for whatever disaster you you want to give, one hundred percent of those proceeds go to help the people in that disaster. And this is how we take care of this one event we do every year at this time. This is how we take care of the administration fees and all of that. Because there's employees who make this work and they need to be paid because they want to eat as well. Okay. So uh, (laughs) some of the ways your raffle ticket purchase helps. Uh, There's $10,000 that covers one month's building expenses to the house staff. Artifacts conducts business. $5,000 pays for one month IT security donor database system uh $2,500 covers one month's utilities thousand bucks provides one month's telephone services so the staff can take donations $500 covers office supplies 250 pays for uh ms office suite software email communication all of that and 100 bucks keeps our volunteers and small but mighty staff of 14 you know alive Wow. caffeinated and hydrated and those are the folks that make it possible to go and help out places like california yep. right now and they work really hard doing That's this so great and, and you don't have to be <clears throat> here you don't have to be here for this drawing you no. can do this online you buy the ticket and then mm-hmm. we'll let you know if you win yep we don't say okay is bob stevens here mm-hmm. nope okay draw another one <laughs> we don't right, we don't go do that again bob stevens not here not here so right. you go to the we don't do that nope Plus, the event is great. You should be here if you can, because yeah. it's a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy it every year. I didn't, well, okay, last year I did not enjoy the armadillo race. Mm. I hated that like poison. Yeah. Other than that, I loved every minute of every one of these. Yep, it's here in uh, Dallas, Texas. And fortunately, we're not doing any armadillo racing this year. That's too bad. Completely sworn it off. Mm-hmm. Go to mercuryone.org. Yeah. And buy a raffle ticket for 100 bucks. And Pat's going to make it easy okay. for you to sign up. Um, you're just going to go to Twitter, look for at Pat Unleashed, and here in mere moments, you'll be able to click on that link, and it'll take you right to the raffle sign-up page. 100 bucks, you could drive away with a new Mercedes. That's why they call me Mr. Social Media, because I make things so easy to get involved in social media like that, and, uh, and I'm happy to do it for you. Uh, all right. Another story that uh, I truly find fascinating in addition to uh, the St. Nicholas story from the Catholic bishop, is this story about a flight attendant who last week went above and beyond the call of duty and offered her breasts to another woman's baby. Uh, I don't, first of all, I don't know if I'd want a a stranger to breastfeed my child. Okay. Because... You don't know what she's been eating. You don't know what her diet is like. Could be kale. Right? Ugh. (laughs) My kid eating kale. But, I mean, things are passed through the milk to the baby, right? Just make it to the next I I don't know where you've been. No. No. (laughs) So, Patricia Organo, 24-year-old flight attendant (laughs) and first-time mom, offered offered, uh, to breastfeed the stranger's baby. She said, I heard an infant cry, a cry that would make you want to do anything to help. I approached the mother and asked if everything's okay. I tried to tell her to feed her hungry child. (laughs) Okay. Back off. Teary-eyed, she told me she ran out of formula. Passengers started looking and staring at this tiny, fragile, crying infant. I felt a pinch in my heart. There's no formula milk on board. I thought to myself, there's only one thing I could offer. 
and that's my own milk. <laughs> so, so I offered. The flight supervisor took the mother to a private part of the plane so she could be there while uh, this flight attendant, Organo, breastfed the baby. Baby started rooting. She was so hungry. I don't know what that means. Rooting? Like probably nuzzling in. Maybe. Like, I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> she I said, I saw the relief in her mother's eyes. I continued to feed the baby until she fell asleep. I escorted her back to her seat, and just before I left, the mother sincerely thanked me. Um, so, uh, the Food and Drug Administration has warned (laughs) that using breast milk from another mother Mm -hmm. has some risks, and they recommend consulting a child's health care provider beforehand, which obviously she couldn't do. Risks for the baby include exposure to infectious diseases, including HIV, to chemical contaminants, such as illegal drugs, and a limited number of prescription drugs that might be in the human milk if the donor hasn't been adequately screened. In addition, if human milk is not handled and stored properly, well, I mean, you're not handling it and storing it when it's in somebody's body, but it could, like any type of milk, become contaminated and unsafe to drink, according to the FDA. So would you no. Would you do this? No. No, I wouldn't either. No. Kids starving. Building character. <laughs> nope. No, 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 no. I hope there's not a uh, sad might... follow-up, a tragic follow-up. Yeah, and the kid contracted AIDS. Come on. I know. that. Oh, geez, that'd be horrible. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but I, it could, what would you do? I guess you could ask for milk, right? Could you just drink cow's milk? That's. I don't think that's very good for the baby either, but uh, it, wouldn't that be better than somebody else's breast milk? So the mom isn't a planner. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Right. Right? Was the layover four days? I mean, what's the... <laughs> I don't... Come on. Where yeah, I don't the, know. Does it say That's where really the weird. flight was going from? And no, it didn't and say any of that. So, yeah, I don't know how long it was. But I mean, when the baby is crying like that, you know, you feel pretty bad because all the rest of the passengers are going to get hacked off and irritated at you. And so... Yeah, the mom, mom is just... Well, yeah, plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe a little plan ahead. Like, have some extra formula on you. And uh, don't depend on some other breastfeeder, maybe. I, Just, I don't think I would do that. So Okay, hold on. Now I've got a there's biological question that. for you. Mm-hmm. Did, did you did you read this um, part of the story? The lady that breastfed her mm-hmm. in her stead, was she a, a new mother herself? Like, yes. Is that, okay, so that's why she yep. had it ready to go? Yes. Yes, she was oh, a mother herself. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, women don't normally just carry around milk inside of them. Well, I know, usually, okay, I know, usually a reason time out, it. I know that. <laughs> but I've read a story about, like, these uh, refugees were at sea once, right? And uh-huh. there was a similar situation where the baby was starving and the mom just couldn't produce milk and they were mm-hmm. stranded at sea. And this other woman was on this boat and out of sympathy, I guess, for the crying child, uh, eventually just manufactured milk even though she hadn't been a new mom in years weird that's very weird so that can happen huh? So, that's a thing yeah probably not you know on a that. non-stop red eye across the country yeah uh, but right. you know over time i guess <laughs> anyhow um no is the answer to your question <clears throat> yeah for me too uh, no no I, thank I'll, you I'll see hey you that's really like, nice of you to mm-hmm. offer but no thank you you know what? we're gonna make no, it to you. the uh mm-hmm. to the to the terminal and yeah. we're gonna see what they've got at the old subway right or 
maybe there's another person on the plane who planned ahead and has formula. Maybe you have the pilot make an announcement. Hey, does anybody have some extra formula they could help out this person? And then if that fails, I might just try milk. Yep. I might just say, hey, do you have some milk? I'll just feed her that. You know, but at the other side of that is uh, I can't stand uh, OPKs. That would be other people's kids. So if you're uh, screaming on that Mm -hmm. flight, I want that kid to uh, zip it. So let's go ahead and yeah. Take care well, of that. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. On a flight, it's kind of a sensitive time for a baby to be crying the whole time. That just yeah. uh, doesn't that doesn't make for a fun trip. I do travel with earplugs, mm-hmm. but not baby formula. So mm-hmm. let's get that nipped in the bud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this mom, uh, honestly, I hope that she doesn't have other kids because she's not prepared for this uh, just not. on that just 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 knowing what i know about her from that mm-hmm. small little microcosm of her life um you need to be a better planner and when you read the fda warning at the end it i mean you've opened the baby up to a lot of problems and maybe the risks are small mm-hmm. but still you just you don't know i don't know this flight attendant triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three We've had yet another hate crime hoax. These just keep happening. And then everybody talks about how hateful and ugly uh, our situation is in this country and how racist, uh, again, we have become. Kansas State University police (laughs) received a report November 5th from a student who found a racist note posted on his door. What? This country is so hateful and evil. The student, Broderick Keith Burse the third, oh, okay. um, said in a since-deleted tweet mm. that he returned to his apartment and found the note posted outside his door. Oh, man. I hate it. Here's what he said. Broderick said, it's 2018 and this was posted on my apartment door. <sighs> this is still happening here at K-State, so... <laughs> Uh, it isn't as, if it isn't as evident as it already was, everyone needs to go out and vote. I refuse to let this blatant racism <laughs> stop me from moving onward and upward. Yeah, good for you, Broderick. Uh, way to go. And, and thank you, Broderick, for taking such a yeah. powerful stand. What a brave, what a brave, courageous person you are. Could have suffered in silence, but he is going to out <clears throat> this hater on campus. Here's what the note on Burse's door said. Oh, hell. Beware, N-words, live here. Beware. Beware. N-words, live here. Wow, that hate Oh, that's hateful. Still exists. That is really... I don't like this. Beware, N-words, live here. Knock at your own risk, it said. <laughs> right. After Burris reported the incident, uh-huh. the Kansas uh-huh. State Housing and Dining Services. Okay. There, no finer uh, enforcement agency in the world oh, at K-State. than the K-State Housing and Dining Services. Yeah. You don't want to turn them loose on just anybody. I think they rank okay. just below the IRS when it comes yeah, to they do. what you Well, fear. the IRS, mall cops, then the K-State Housing and Dining Services. Yeah. Right okay. there, though. Yeah, right right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> almost tied with mall cops, but not quite. <laughs> They tweeted out, K-State HDS does not and will not ever tolerate racism in its communities. The matter will be investigated. Oh, boy. Campus police investigated the note and posted their conclusions to Facebook. 
The Kansas State University Police Department has concluded its investigation into a note using racial slur uh, on the door in the Jardine apartment good, complex. Good. On uh, Monday, November 5th, K-State Police received a report of the note upon questioning the person who reported the in- incident okay. admitted to creating and posting the note to Wait, their door. I'm sorry. You, <laughs> what, you, what you just made it sound like is that Broderick <clears throat> put this note on his own door. Yeah, because that's what happened. <laughs> what? So that's why I made it sound that way. Okay. Because that's the way it was. <laughs> uh, the matter will be addressed wow. in accordance with applicable disciplinary procedures. Okay. The police department did not name Burris or say what sort of punishment he faced, but he, he did it himself. Again. Again. Why? Why? I mean, listen to how ugly this note is. So here's what you're doing. It's it's election day. You're going out for a little while. And you think, you know what I'm going to do? What's that? What are you going to do? I'm going to pretend like uh, somebody hates everybody in here just because they're racist. So I'm going to write, beware. N-words live here. Knock at your own risk. <laughs> and that'll stir things up. I mean, what are you thinking? What are you... Why Why do you want to do that? Why do you want your fellow students to, to, to be considered racist when they're not? Probably because we You're, live in a society where being a victim, you get, you get rewarded for that. I guess so. And this guy um, is also probably an attention seeker. It's probably a couple of things. It's really He's pathetic. got a mental problem. Yeah. In my humble opinion. Yeah. And... Um, Jeez. Thanks a lot for helping to just do your part to sow more discord in this how many, country. How many times have we heard this? Um, Dontarius Williams last year wrote the N-word all over his car in graffiti <laughs> and claimed he was the victim of racism. He later that? admitted he painted the car himself. Uh-huh. Who pays that deductible? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Grief. Uh, he, he later admitted... He painted it himself as a Halloween prank that got out of hand. Though he faced no punishment, <laughs> this was a Kansas State too. Oh, you K-State. got yourself, man! Good prank. So they they stepped up their patrols because they thought, okay, there's a racist roaming around painting on cars. We can't have that. Plus, they plus because of this incident, they developed a multicultural center and created two new campus diversity positions to respond. To alleged racism, when there was none. I so these two incidents follow a pattern of hate crime hoaxes perpetrated on college campuses all over the country. Uh, we've I don't know that we've ever seen one of these claims of a hate crime like this at a college actually turn out to be a hate crime against somebody. Typically, they are hoaxes perpetrated by the supposed victim. In the case. Or last week in New York, we had the person who worked in the hate crimes oh, division geez. there, um, what, spray paint uh, some anti Semitic things on a couple's car. Right. A Jewish couple's car. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's but right. It's not the. It's, it's either so a hoax pathetic. or it's people on that side. I. Um, it's pathetic. It's really pathetic. And it's got to stop. People need to be charged with. A crime. It needs to be a crime to do these false reports, and I think it is. And I think uh, they just continue to get away with it because people think, ah, no harm done. But no, there has been harm done. And then there's the immeasurable um, results that happen down the line that, that, you know, 
someone may not ever see that this guy hoaxed. You know, someone might start right. hating white people because my right. gosh, look, they're walking among us. They're so bold. I, I know this guy on campus. I read about it that mm-hmm. someone put this on his door, and they never hear that. Oh, he completely lied, made that up, and then harm is done, and he doesn't care. Broderick doesn't care. Exactly. Mm. Um, and then. And then we just keep hearing, well, these hate crimes are on the increase. No, the, fe- the, the hoaxes are on the increase. I don't, I don't know that we've ever had a solidly reported hate crime like this where somebody has posted some stupid note like that. Why? Because people just don't do that. they got time for that. And, and, and there's, there's no reason to. Uh, people don't hate. They just, uh, I'm sorry. Man, oh, man. It's such a rare thing. And it's made out to be like, oh, it's, it's every white person. Mm-hmm. Remember, we're all going to get rounded up and put on Cracker Island. Don't forget. That's coming. Well, yeah, that needs to happen, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 888-933-93. Uh, also, we, you know, we've got all the division already in this country. We don't need fake division. Um, we got all this stuff going on with celebrities and with, uh, with Trump supporters and with U.S. senators being accosted everywhere they go. The Tucker Carlson thing at his home. And he also posted... Another incident yesterday, Tucker Carlson says on October 13th, I had dinner with two of my children and some family friends at a country club in Charlottesville, Virginia. Toward the end of the meal, my 19-year-old daughter went to the bathroom with a friend. On their way back through the bar, a middle-aged man stopped my daughter and asked if she was sitting with Tucker Carlson. My daughter had never seen the man before. She answered, yeah, that's my dad, and pointed to me. The man responded, are you Tucker's whore? Mm. He then called her uh, an effing C word. Uh, My daughter returned to the table in tears. She soon left the table and the club. My son, who is also a student, went to the bar to confront the man. I followed. My son asked the man if he'd called his sister a whore and a C word. The man admitted he had and again became profane. My son threw a glass of red wine in the man's face and told him to leave the bar, which he soon did. Immediately after the incident, I described these these events to the management of the country club. The club spent more than three weeks investigating the incident. Last week, they revoked the man's membership and threw him out of the club. I love my children. It took enormous self-control not to beat the man with a chair, which is what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think any father can understand the overwhelming rage and shock that I felt seeing my teenage daughter attacked by a stranger, but I restrained myself. Didn't assault this man, neither did my son. That is a lie. Nor did I know the man was gay or Latino, not that it would have mattered. Now, he has claimed that he didn't do any of this. That he just asked, hey, are you... I think he asked her if... If she was with Tucker Carlson, uh-huh. and do you know who he is? But he claims he didn't call her any C word. He didn't use the F word. He's completely innocent in all this. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Whoa, whoa. So wait, you're believing the white guy? Yeah, I'd like to I point am. out. Yeah, I am. And I think the other guy's white too, but he oh. is part of the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. Infinity. Yes. So, so he's insulated. He's insulated. From ever doing anything wrong. So even if he did mm-hmm. say these things, it's okay because he's part of the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. Infinity. Mm-hmm. 
So I I don't know. This has got to stop somewhere. It's a it's a society right? unraveling at the seams. I mean, it's just somewhere we've got to say, okay, you know what? We're not going to play this game. And but but I I don't know if the other side doesn't stop playing that game, and your daughter is accosted. I would have reacted the exact same way. Hmm. Would have got over to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I would have confronted them. Okay. And I so far we're on the same. Don't page. know if I would have had as much restraint as Tucker Carlson did. Oh, see, I was going the other way. I was going with uh, you're going more than red wine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Uh, I, I don't know that you could, you know, you, you just, your natural instincts kick in mm-hmm. to do something about that. It's, you've got to have some kind of justice when somebody does that to your loved ones. I mean, it's despicable that people act this way just because they disagree with you. Tucker Carlson has no power. He, he doesn't, he doesn't make policy. He doesn't write bills. He doesn't vote on bills. He doesn't sign things into law. He just talks about all of that. And his daughter certainly has nothing to do with it. Why would you accost her? Because people suck. Yeah, people are just ignorant and cruel and despicable. And it especially applies to people on the left. (laughs) And there you have it. And there you have it. Uh, now, Dennis Miller uh, talked about us coming together on Jimmy Kimmel. La- take a look at this. Mm. This uh, gives you a glimmer of hope. Oh, cool. Just I end have to tell you something, because, uh, you know, you and I have met before yeah. a couple of times. And, you know, I was always a big fan of yours. And people, though, today, they're like, what? I think people get upset because you're conservative because you're a comedian. I think it's weird for a comedian to be conservative. Unusual, I should say. What? They say, what happened to you? What did happen to you, Dennis? I'm, I'm socially liberal as anybody. It's just Are you? that yeah. I, when I look at... I, I was watching backstage, and I thought, this is how interesting things are. When I watch Trump, he doesn't rankle me like he rankles people on your side. There are days I think he's a buffoon. There are days I can't believe the stuff he says. But today, when I watch that thing, I kind of laugh. Right. I watch Pelosi... And she drives me batty. And I know on your side, I, I think Pelosi's kind of acceptable. When she says stuff like that, that drives me more crazy. Huh. All I know is that. Wow. Uh, did you know he was socially liberal? I don't know. Well, we I can't was let that keep that. playing? We can't let that keep playing, guys? We got time. Nah, we'll finish that tomorrow. Right. Uh, we'll have to revisit that because what does he say at the end? Something, of, something that brings us together. Yeah, he right? just says that, look, just because you're liberal... I'm not going to not be your friend. Right. You know, that's not going to determine who I'm friends with. It's no, really cool. It would be nice if we could come to that conclusion.